from Washington is brought to you by BillionAuto.com, one of the nation's largest automotive websites. And now, Field Director for RCAF USA, Karina Jones on your Ag Network. Good day, everyone out there in farm and ranch country. This week, there was a hearing in the House Judiciary Committee, which you can watch for yourself on their committee website or YouTube channel. It sure caught my attention. The hearing was titled, Where's the Beef? Regulatory Barriers to Entry and Competition in Meat Processing. The hearing was led by committee chair Congressman Thomas Massey, a Republican from Kentucky, who has been a bulldog on deregulating the beef processing sector to allow easier transaction flow between cattle producers and consumers. Massey knows this choke that burdensome regulation has on limiting the kinds of transactions that can occur between cattle producers and consumers based on the processing plant where the cattle were harvested because he himself is a cattle producer that deals with this frustration. The panelists on this topic were excellent, giving firsthand accounts as both food producers and operators of small processors. They were Greg Gunthorpe, Joel Salatin, and Rosanna Bauman. Their real-life stories of dealing with USDA inspectors seem to defy even the lowest levels of common sense and left me wondering, does the USDA really even care about local food systems? There seemed to be a common understanding among most of the lawmakers in attendance that they agreed with the problems that were highlighted by the panelists. But true to any problem that runs through Washington, lawmakers seem to be split on the solution. Some lawmakers want to tackle this through the channels of tougher antitrust enforcement, which seems logical. But we must remember that the U.S. government has been failing miserably at that for decades. So I'm not sure what new laws could strengthen that option. Other lawmakers want to cut the government red tape and let producers and consumers have open transactions without the federal government restricting the movement of meat, depending on the kind of processing plant it was harvested in. That would be what Massey introduced in terms of the Prime Act. When Joel Salatin was posed with the question about meat safety concerns with the Prime Act, I thought his response made more sense than anything any lawmaker had to say all day. Mr. Salatin answered, quote, Safety is quite subjective. I think a lot of people do a lot of things that are unsafe like drinking three Cokes a day. 50 kids drowned in backyard swimming pools last year, which is more than was hurt by any meat problems, but we are not filling in backyard swimming pools. You choose your risk. The beauty of the Prime Act is it creates parallel competition based on voluntary, consensual choice among adults to opt out of a system. The Prime Act allows a competitive free market option that will then create accountability within the system, unquote. I totally agree. Why is it safe for my friends to purchase a half a beef from me that was processed in a custom-exempt processing plant. But if I sell them a single pot roast from that same animal processed in that same plant, I am now violating a federal law and can face punishment. Is that really about safety or is that about control and limiting market access? Join me right back here next week for more ag news from our nation's capital. So you need a new vehicle. What's the best vehicle for you? Where do you get financing? What's your trade worth? Answer all these questions and more at BillionAuto.com. You can compare 16 new car brands and thousands of used vehicles, all in the palm of your hand at BillionAuto.com. Plus, estimate the trade value of your vehicle in two easy steps. It's car buying made easy. Apply for credit pre-approval at BillionAuto.com. All applications accepted, not all approved.